0: Welcome back to Christian's Colloquy. I'm Christian, and I'm so glad that you could join me again this week. Today, I was planning on releasing the next installment in my series on Congregationalism, but as I was preparing for that, I realized that today, the day this episode is scheduled to be released, is Christmas Day. So, first of all, Merry Christmas if you're watching this on December 25th, and... Knowing that today's Christmas Day, I figured I would just take a brief pause on that series I just just started. I'll get back to that next time and have a very special Christmas message. This will be a little bit shorter, but I figured I would share something based on the season, based on the day that relates to what many Christians are celebrating. So, what am I doing? Well, as you could probably saw, or you could look right now, I'm going to be talking about a little sermon by John Newton. John Newton is a figure I've discussed on this channel plenty of times. I study British Evangelicals, I read a lot of British Evangelicals, and John Newton is one of those famous British Evangelicals. A hymn writer, preacher, abolitionist, he was truly an evangelical Renaissance man, he did it all. And I figured I would bring to you a little message from his message, based on the Christmas season. For those who don't know, uh, found in the works of John Newton, put out by the Banner of Truth, yes, you can see it here, John Newton's works, Volume 3, he has a series of sermons based on Handel's Messiah. That's something I'm sure a lot of you will already be familiar of, Handel's Messiah, what it is, an a ratio of many different compositions that all relate to the life of Jesus Christ the Messiah. And based on that Uh, Messiah by Handel, John Newton has this series of sermons that goes through all the different passages which are referenced throughout. And one of those is based on Isaiah, the passage where you get the promise of Emmanuel, God with us, the child that will be born, Jesus Christ, the figure, the person, the God become man that we are celebrating today in many places of the world. So I figured I would share a little bit of that message in the sermon Emmanuel by John Newton, he really brings out from that statement, Emmanuel meaning God with us, that Jesus Christ as the Messiah, as the Savior, as the Christ, he was both God and with us, he was man. He was a human, truly God, truly human. And this sermon, it's a brief sermon, I'll leave a link to it in the description, really unpacks why it was necessary that the Messiah, the Savior, would be both truly God and truly man. How that is an essential Christian doctrine that really needs to be held firm and needs to be appreciated and celebrated and loved. But within that sermon, and thinking about that phrase, that name, Emmanuel, God with us, he also brings out another way in which Christ is is truly God with us. So right now very briefly I'm going to read you a small section a paragraph from that sermon Emmanuel by John Newton and just share a little brief reflection on it. So right now let me read to you an excerpt from this this sermon Emmanuel. Here we go. As fallen creatures God is against us and we are against him. The alienation of our hearts is the great cause of our ignorance of him. We are willingly ignorant The thoughts of him are unwelcome to us, and we do not like to retain him in our knowledge. Guilt is the parent of atheism, a secret foreboding that if there be a God, we are obnoxious to his displeasure. And if he takes cognizance of our conduct, we have nothing to hope but everything to fear from him, constrains many persons to try and persuade themselves that there is no God, and many more to think, or at least to wish, that there, if there be a God, he does not concern himself with human affairs. What a proof is this of the enmity of the heart of man against him, that so many persons, who would tremble at the thought of being in a ship, driven by the wind and waves, without a compass or a pilot, should yet think it is desirable, if it were possible, to be assured that in a world like this, so full of uncertainty, trouble, and change, all things were left at random, without the interference of a supreme governor. But this enmity, these dark apprehensions are removed when the gospel is received by faith." For it brings us the welcome news that there is forgiveness with Him, that God is reconciled in His Son to all who seek His mercy. In this sense, likewise, Messiah is Emmanuel, God with us, on our side, no longer the avenger of sin, but the author of salvation. That is a beautiful passage from a beautiful sermon. I encourage you, read it all. Lots of beautiful doctrines being unpacked in such lovely, true, and scriptural language. But from this excerpt, John Newton tells us something very important about the incarnation of Christ and his ministry while here on earth 2,000 years ago. Before Christ came, before we were saved, we were enemies of God. All humanity in our fallen state are enemies with God. We want nothing to do with him, and he is displeased with our behavior. That is the looming threat that face all humans before salvation in Jesus Christ. They have nothing to do with God. They are enemies with him. And that's where Christ enters the picture. Through his life, his ministry, God coming down to earth, taking on human flesh, him living the perfect life, dying the atoning death on behalf of humanity, and rising again, proving it all to be true, he provided the way of peace. He in his person, through his ministry, and through our faith in him, we may have peace with God. We may have reconciliation with God. Where we were once enemies, through Christ, through faith in him, we can be friends of God. We can be his sons and daughters. What a beautiful message. And what John Newton brings out is that that is another way that Christ, the Messiah, is God with us. He is the one, Jesus Christ, who brings enemies of God into fellowship with God. He is the one who brings us into relationship with God. He is God with us because where once God was our enemy, through him, God becomes our friend. He joins with us. We join with him by faith, which is a gift of the Holy Spirit. What a wonderful message and a message that is so encouraging and one I think we need to think of not only at Christmas time, but every single Sunday, every single day, we need to appreciate the importance of the Incarnation. Christmas, the story that we talk about in and around December 25th, isn't just the story of a baby being born. That, of course, is an important story, but it's truly the beginning of salvation. It's the beginning of God working through his son to bring people into relationship with him. It's the beginning of something. The incarnation isn't the end. It's the start of a story. It's the start of Christ's ministry on earth. And it's truly, in many ways, the start of our salvation story. While we might speak of election in eternity past, or we might speak of our moment of conversion, we need to recognize that truly salvation in the Christian mind is rooted in historical events. Historical events of Jesus Christ, which begin with his birth. God coming with us. God with us. Emmanuel God taking on human flesh. We could go on, we could talk a lot more about this, but I encourage you to read the entire sermon, link to it down below. Check out more works by John Newton. What an amazing preacher, what an amazing evangelical, someone we should get to know. But that's all I wanted to share with you today on this Christmas release. So, if you're celebrating Christmas today with friends and family, I know it's a bit of a challenge during COVID-19. A lot of people are unable to travel, unable to see friends and family, but I hope that you're able to have a Zoom call, a Google Hangout, something like that, or, If you're quarantining or isolated with people, that you can make the most of it. And however you're doing it, wherever you are, if you're watching this on December 25th, I wish you a Merry Christmas. And for those of you who watch later, I hope that you still enjoyed. I hope that you will still think about The Incarnation. That might be... That's a little little thing. I have a controversial opinion. I wish we could sing Christmas songs all the time. I think The Incarnation is something we should be talking about all the time. But... Anyway, if you're watching this after, I still hope you appreciate the importance of talking about Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. That's it for now, though. Take care.